Hey there, Softball Universe. Welcome back to another episode of Softball Diaries. I'm here in Kanchaku with my co-host, Matthew Bugavetsky. Hey guys, we're very excited to be coming live from Conshohocken or thereabouts uh, <laughs> with uh, live from the home of Eddie Ricci. Say hi, Ed. What's happening? There we go. Uh, father to the uh, infamous Stephanie Ricci. The ace, Steph. So, so this is our special Father's Day episode. The lucky girl, Stephanie. That's right. <laughs> I tell you, this is an episode that I've been working, you know, behind the scene, back channeling, trying to get get us in your house for a very long time. I'm very happy that Steph's finally relented. Yeah, as as uh, Ed's agent, Steph has pushed put a hard bargain. You know, she's, she's gotten some demands met, but uh, very excited. And, uh, yeah. Well, I was hoping to have you guys come to the bar, but uh, we couldn't hook that up because that's a lot more fun there than it is in my raggedy apartment. Oh, I think okay. it's plenty of fun here. <laughs> well, it's nice. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. You know what? Let's uh, cut the chit-chat. Let's just start the interview. Yeah, let's get right to it. All right. Um, so, Ed, uh, have you lived in the Philadelphia suburban area your whole life? All my life. I'll be... Uh, very old soon. So, but I lived there since uh, 1948. I was didn't even make it to the hospital. My my mom had me in Conshohocken. She couldn't wait to go to the hospital. So, I was born in Conshohocken, raised in Conshohocken until the time I went into service, and now I'm in the King of Prussia area, and a lot of things in between. Huh. Um, so, do you have any siblings? I, I do have one. She's to my left. She's a pretty little girl. Her name is Steph. Siblings. Oh, I'm the, oh, siblings. I'm sorry. Check that. I mean, yeah, I do have a couple of them. I got uh, an older brother, Donald, a younger brother, Emilio, and a pretty sister named Rosalie. So, uh, and they all got a couple kids. So, that's about the immediate family is all that's left right now. That's beautiful. Uh, so, what was it like? What was Conchhocken like um, when you were growing up? Country Hockey was a great place to grow up. Everybody knew everybody. It was a steel worker place. Uh, you knew your next door neighbor. You didn't have to worry about locking your doors. Uh, it didn't make any difference what color you were. Everybody got along great, and uh, there was no racial problems anywhere, and uh, it was just a great time. And uh, I have a lot of black friends, a lot of white friends. It's, it's all good. So, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't ask for a better deal. Nice. Um, do you remember what your first job was? Did you have a job when you were in high school? Uh, I worked uh, just for a, a month or two before I went into service. Uh, I'm sorry, a couple of months before I went into service at a, at a distributor that made spray paints and stuff. And uh, I loaded trailers there. I was a young kid loading trailers. And, and then that was from June, uh, October when I went into service in 66, way before you youngsters were even born. Yeah. So what, how'd you spend your summers when you were growing up? Well, I was in the sports. I was in the uh, uh, baseball all the time. As a matter of fact, I didn't even go on vacation with my parents because of baseball from Little League up to Babe Ruth and uh, Junior Legion. I think I was about 25 before I ever went on vacation with my parents because of sports. Oh, that's cool. What position? Well, I played catcher and pitched in third base and... Uh, but I played all three sports, football and basketball, but, uh, you know, baseball was my best, I would guess. Nice. Do you think that uh, you could still play? Uh, not now. I'm too old. <laughs> ah, I don't think age. Age shouldn't be a factor here. Well, two knees later and uh, 
COPD and all that stuff. I could probably hit the ball, but you'd have to run for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could probably work that out. You should definitely come to a game. We could, we could definitely have a pinch runner. Well, I could do that. Yeah. So, um, 1966, what was that the Korean War? No, that was Vietnam. the Vietnam War. <laughs> Hey, obviously history wasn't one of your better subjects. Uh, no, not at all. Um, so, when you came back from from serving the country, thanks for that, by the way. Um, <laughs> did Did you feel like times had changed? Things Things were different. Well, the whole you know the whole thing is it's almost like going away to college. You know, when you get out of high school, you think everybody's going to be around. You go away for a couple years, you come back, and everybody's everybody split their own directions and stuff and it's like it's not the same you know once you leave and come back there's nothing's the same and uh, all your friends and stuff they're here there and everywhere so it's just tough you know and then you realize well I guess I better get on with it and make new friends and stuff so but I was lucky I had two of my best friends and we were best friends uh, for you know since grade school that we all hung out together for the longest time so uh, it is. It is Father's Day, and uh, you you happen to have a daughter. Yes, I uh, do. Uh, so why don't you uh, tell? You have any uh, fun memories from when Steph was uh, little? Oh, she was. Uh, she was a great kid. Uh, our, our problem was. Listen, you know she she's kicking him under the table. Yeah, no, for sure. No, our problem was we we always lived around adults, and Stephanie never played with kids. I mean, she was always, <laughs> she was always around adults, and uh, as a matter of fact, uh, when she was in uh, kindergarten, uh, we had to go in to see the teacher because she wouldn't talk to any of the kids. But she would talk to the teacher for two hours straight. But, uh, <laughs> so we had to get that, you know, we had to get that out of the way, and then finally she started hanging out with the kids and stuff. But uh, and we've always been so proud of her, you know. That I'm not saying that just because she's here. I would say that even if she wasn't here. And uh, as long as she's happy, we're happy. Okay. Where Where did the name Stephanie come from? Well, her uh, she has two uncles. Her uncle Stephen uh, from her mom's side, and. Uh, my brother-in-law, Stephen, from uh, our side, so uh, she was lucky because if she would have been born one day earlier, her name would have been Pearl because she was uh, born the day after Pearl Harbor. Oh, so, oh yeah, that's true. My, I was gonna my, uh, I did, my mom wouldn't have loved Oh, she would have been Pearl. No. Been Pearl. <laughs> Pearl's a nice name. Yeah, if you're about 90 years old. But go ahead. Uh, um, so... It is kind of ironic because now Steph works at a kindergarten or a preschool and does nothing but talk to children. It's the script's really flipped. Yes, it um, is. Yeah. So Steph's favorite holiday is Halloween. Uh, does she have any? Do you have any memorable costumes from when she was younger? Well, no, but she used to have this little, um, this little uh, like teddy bear type thing, and her mom used to make. We used to call it Huggy and stuff, and she would get dressed up and she would put a little. Uh, like uh, I guess like a sheet over Huggy to make him look like a ghost when she walked around. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. She was, she was kind of strange with that kind of stuff, but she loved that. Still is, still is. Yeah. You should see how she tortures the animals now. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I've seen, I've seen some of the pictures of the dog and the cat. I feel bad for him, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that is the correct. Uh, yeah. That is the correct way to feel. She, yeah. she loves that. She loves that stuff. I don't know why it's been her favorite holiday. I, I really don't. But uh, well, she she likes Christmas a lot too. I, I don't know. Is Halloween? Steph, quick aside, is it your favorite holiday? Halloween? Yeah, okay. Just wearing 100 percent black right now. Yeah. Well, I I, I don't. 
wanted to give her a chance to. Yeah. <laughs> what's uh What's your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, football, <laughs> turkey, you know how to give a gift. So that's pretty good. <laughs> that is some solid reason. That's great. <laughs> as long as we're playing Dallas and beating them, I'm a happy guy. Yeah, uh, well, we can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so where did uh, you and Steph's mom uh, meet? Well, actually, I met Steph's mom in the laundry room. She was checking out my undies. No, I mean, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was going to the laundry room to get my stuff in her, and uh, her mom would happen to be there. And uh, we just started talking hello and all that stuff and found out she was a sports fanatic. So uh, I invited her up to watch the, uh, I had an apartment over top of her, I invited her up to watch the, uh, the NCAA championship game and I made a bet with her, whoever lost the game had to pay for uh, the movies, which was Slapshot at the time. So, wow. <laughs> so I figured out I couldn't lose if I lost the bet, I still got a date, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. I think I did lose the bet. I think I said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, who was? Do you remember who was playing in the uh, championship game? Uh, it was North Carolina against somebody, I believe. I, I, I don't remember. That seems I, like a decent. Thing. Know, but that was a long time ago. That was talking about nineteen seventy-eight ish. Yeah, like that, that sounds about right. Slapshot, if it's supposed to be theaters. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the? How was the movie? Oh, uh, movie was great. With you know, Daryl, Daryl, come on, let's go. <laughs> with, with, with the boys. Yeah. Swansons? Is that what they call the Swansons? Hansons. Hansons. I know they were. That was the funniest, funniest movie I tell you. Was. I loved it. But, uh, other than that, and then uh, we just started dating. We hit it off and stuff. And she's a sports freak, and uh, of course, I played softball a lot, so she would go to the games. And before you know it. Instead of me being upstairs with my brother and her downstairs with her girlfriend, we just moved to an apartment together. And uh, then after that, yeah, messed up and got married. So, I mean, no, I'm kidding. We got, we got married, and then beautiful Stephanie came along. <laughs> you weren't a mistake. <laughs> no, she was not a mistake. So I assume having a child changed your life. Um, yeah, it did. I stopped playing softball. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, what do you think, aside from, you know, no longer being on the diamond, uh, is the most difficult part of being a father? Well, the, the initial shock is that, hey, it's time to grow up. You know, it's, you, know it's, you just can't pick up and do whatever the hell you want to do, you know. And, uh, you know, when you're just a young couple and just dating and stuff, you go out here, there, and everywhere, but when there's a kid involved, well, there's so many things you have to realize and do, and, and uh, you know, even if you're just going to visit your, your, your family, you know, you got the car seat, you got this, you got that, you got toys, you got diapers, you got, it's just insane, but uh, I just think the initial, it's time to grow up and, you know, honor your commitments and all that crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, what did your parents think of uh, Stephanie's mom? Oh, they loved her from the get-go. I mean, Stephanie's mom is uh, is just a wonderful lady, and uh, my dad hit it off with her really well and stuff. And you know, she's a kidder and just like everybody else. But uh, she's a homebody. You know, she the only thing that drove me nuts about her mom was uh, we'd go out, and then by the time we're on our way home, can we please stay home the next three nights? She just didn't like to go out and do things. You doesn't, know, she like stood that way. It's still that way. <laughs> <laughs> I dated Stephanie most of the time. No, I'm only I took Stephanie everywhere. We had we had a good time. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. um, 
That's a good question. Yeah. So has uh, Steph brought home any uh, bad or annoying boyfriends? <laughs> Only Matt. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really said about that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go there because uh, you know I just don't want to go there. There's only, <laughs> there's only one other one that uh, that I knew of that had done. And, uh, I'm glad Matt's around. Put it up. Okay. Oh, oh. what a confidence! Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, don't, exactly. Just don't tell Matt. No, that. it's going to go to my head. <laughs> the other guy was a horse's ass, but that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not allowed to say that. You are allowed to say that. Yeah, you are. It's fine. I, he doesn't listen to this. He won't know. <laughs> you don't know that. Actually, that's true. I don't. He's a weird dude. Uh, so, uh, do you have any, like, uh, hobbies, you know, other than watching sports and uh, hanging out? No, not anymore. You know, I, you know it's just, um, I, I, you know, when you get older, you know, you, you go to work, come home, and you get into your little things. I'm finding myself to be a to be more or less like an old codger anymore. I've come home and I make myself some dinner and uh, turn the radio on and, and uh, listen to CDs or something and play my video games on my phone and that's about it. And <laughs> do the thing. And what do you play? What do you play on your phone? Oh, slot slot machines. Slot machines. Oh yeah, yeah. It keeps me out of the casino because I find out I can't retire because I get after two days I get bored and I end up in a casino. And that's usually a minus 300 bucks real quick. So. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. So, so uh, you know, Steph, Steph is obviously obsessed with photos and stuff like that. And she used to show me some old photos of you. What, whatever happened to your mustache? It was pretty glorious. Yeah, well, now it comes in gray, you know. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I used, to have, I used to have, uh, when I grew a beard, it came in red. I looked kind of gay, so I could stop doing that. <laughs> um, but I, I did. But back in the day, uh, I don't even know if she has any photos, but when disco was going big, I thought it was like Eddie Travolta. And uh, I'd had a Fu Manchu and an afro and a whole nine yards, but the leisure suit. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you like, you like to go out? Oh, back then, yeah, you know. But now, you know, I, I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, you know, to go to work. And, you know, uh, I come home during the week and uh, after I eat dinner and stuff and clean up, it's like, I don't want to go nowhere, you know. I mean, yeah. Four o'clock comes early, so early. during the week I kind of stay home. I'm a weekend warrior. Mm. So where do you work? I work at Up Marion Township. I'm what they call a waymaster, and it's a tough job. The really hardest part of my job is getting through Wawa in the morning with all the illegals, uh, getting my coffee. But um, so I'll kick you <laughs> she did kick me on the table on that, but it's true. I mean, I have no problem with that. Um, but I. Uh, I sit in, uh, actually my office is a shed, it's converted into an office, and then we have a scale, people bring in brush and leaves and stuff, some recycling, and I, I just weigh them, push the button, weigh them on and do that, so that's about the hardest part of my day, you know, but you it's, also, it's You also uh, tend bar? Uh, yeah, I, I bartend at uh, a local firehouse and stuff, it's a nice shot and beer place, Somebody come in and ask for fancy drinks like sex on the beach, I tell them to go to Jamaica. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a shot and beer place. It's easy. It's, it's, uh, it's politically incorrect. Everybody just has fun with it and stuff. But everybody's respectful. It. Yeah. It's fun. Any good stories from uh, 10 in the bar? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know what a, what a good story is. Uh, you, know. you just had the beer Olympics. Oh well, we had uh, we had the beer Olympics yesterday. I mean, I had a, I had a young lady come up and just threw her top down and said, "What do you think?" And I just say, "Hey, 
you want to throw them out at me, that's okay. You know. <laughs> Other than that, that's about the most exciting day of my bartending. You know. <laughs> was that, wait, was that yesterday? No, I won yesterday. Oh, but, oh okay. <laughs> what happened yesterday with the Beer Olympics? Oh, it was pretty cool. We have uh, uh, the longboard, uh, shuffleboard, the darts, and pool, and uh, one of those golf games that you that you that you stand up and play, and you got the screen on there. So they have like the four events, and the guys put up bucks, and, and they all there's about six different teams, and they oh, play for winner takes all. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Sounds pretty good. Then they have they have like at the bar they have like karaoke once a month, and I get a couple of gin. I think I'm Frank Sinatra, so it's just a lot of fun. Uh, can you talk to us about karaoke? Yeah, it was it's been crazy. I mean, I I was just such a fortunate. Uh, kid growing up with music. Uh, my parents, uh, my dad played the trumpet and uh, my mom, who couldn't, who couldn't read a little bit of music but played by ear, she could sit down at the piano and play a song or the organ. And, but they listened to the big band and uh, like Johnny Mathis and uh, Frank Sinatra and stuff like that. Plus, when I grew up, it was Motown and the Beatles and stuff, so I have such a flavor of music. And I always sang and stuff around, you know, at home and stuff like that, but I would no way I would get in front of anybody. But about two years ago, they started karaoke at the firehouse, and I just got the heck up there. And now I was like, when they got karaoke, I'm there, you know, so I don't know why, it's just nuts, but. Uh, so I had the great fortune to see you sing karaoke one time, and yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't just you, it was your alter ego, Eddie Sinatra. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. So, uh, when, when did you decide to uh, come up with the alter ego of Eddie Sinatra? Well, I mean, I just uh, I just love Frank Sinatra, and I can do him half decent. You know, I'm not that great, but, you know, but I mean, I just like the way he sings and stuff like that, and, and I can kind of imitate him, so, you know, rather than going up there and hit notes that I can't hit, I figured I'd just stick with Frank for a while, you know. But uh, it's it's all fun, you know. It's it's all. None of us are going to Hollywood, so you know we get up there and just have a have a ball with it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you should come sometime. You have a good time. Yeah, I, I the the best part of that for me was uh, somebody was dying up there. Other and so you came and rescued them. Well, but the song happened to be "It's Raining Men," so you started singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You sort of sang yeah, "Half yeah, of yeah, It's well, Raining yeah, Men," and it was. Yeah. Pretty yeah. great. Yeah, well, yeah, the girls were really sad, and uh, I had to get up there and help them. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the best thing in karaoke is go into somebody who's really bad. That way, you don't sound so bad. No, that's, that's true. That's that's it's always best. You don't want to go right after the guy. Oh, no, you don't want to go in against somebody. So have you ever been in a fight? With who? Any anybody. Like a physical fight. Oh yeah, when you're kids you get fight all the time. I probably fought my younger brother more than anybody. But, yeah. Uh, he was just a little pain in the butt, you know, and uh but he was the stupidest kid. I mean he's he, <laughs> he was I mean, he's so smart in school, you know, with straight A's and stuff, but he didn't have a lick of sense because of the common sense. And um we'd fight and stuff and uh he'd swear he'd tell my mom but he used to use so many curse words on me that uh, I would just say, well, go ahead, tell mom, and then I'll just tell her every curse word you said, and then 
he never squealed on me. I mean, but we had we had say how stupid he was. Uh, we had we had bunk beds, and he was up on top, and um, he had to go to bed about a half hour early than me because I was two years older than him. And uh, when I'd go in after him, I'd move the ladder, and you, you think after like two or three times, he'd figure it out. But oh, you know, every morning, bam, hit the floor. <laughs> But he just never, he just never figured it out. I don't know. Maybe that's what happened, you know? Maybe that's yeah. what happened, you know? But, uh, but, uh, I got kicked out of a football game for fighting, uh, uh, but this stupid guy, we were fighting, and he took off his helmet. I said, why did you do that? He just started swinging it at me, but... Uh, Swung the helmet at you? Yeah, he was. He took off his helmet and started swinging at me, and I just waited for it to go by and smacked him in the head. And, yeah, you keep the helmet on. I kept my helmet on. I'm unstupid, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but it, it was, it was all, you know. It's just regular kid stuff, man. You know, nothing serious. You know, not like we had guns or knives or anything like that. But it yeah. was different back then. I mean, you know, you fought, you got over it, you shook hands, and then it's a whole new ballgame. Now they want to go get a gun and shoot. So. Yeah. It's crazy. I wish it was back the way it used to be, but hey, got to move on, I guess. Yeah, some things are better, though, right? Oh, yeah. Like microwaves. <laughs> yep, I'm a yep. microwave chef, man, I'm going to tell you. I mean, if it wasn't for microwaves, I probably wouldn't eat very good. I don't even own a microwave. Yeah, we don't own one. Well, I do. <laughs> so what did, your, um, what did your dad do to support you guys growing up? Oh, he was a steel worker. He worked his butt off in the steel mill. And uh, my mom was stayed home most of the time until, uh, well, my, uh, my sister came along like 13 years after me. So my mom was home for that time. And then when she got to be about, you know, uh, ready to go to school, then she went back and she cleaned some marbles and stuff. But most of the time, my dad was the main supporter. But back then, things were a lot different. I mean, you could live off one salary and stuff like that. But uh, and it was important for moms to stay home and, and, and take care of everything. And, and she ran the ship, you know, I mean, because dad was at work all the time. And, and uh, it was a great time growing up, and uh, he took good care of us. We never, as you can see by looking at me, we never went hungry. <laughs> so. was, uh, was your mom a good cook? Oh, hell yeah. Well, she was uh, Irish and, uh, and Pennsylvania Dutch, but my... Good mix. But my... Uh, my dad's side was all Italian, and uh, he had 13 brothers and sisters, and uh, my Italian grandmother took all the, she would call them Medigan uh, wives that weren't Italian and taught them how to make spaghetti sauce just like the Italians wow. did, so, nice. so she cooked like an Italian and stuff like that, so besides her, her stews and all the good stuff that she made, and the, the Italian flavor in there was pretty good, so. It worked out pretty good for us. Wow, that sounds great. Well, I, was, I thought you, were, you already said you were a little hungry, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. now you're hungry. <laughs> so, do you remember where you were when JFK was assassinated? Yes, I do. Oh, you want me to tell you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious. Yeah. I, was in, uh, I was in metal shop, as mm. a matter of fact, and I uh, heard about it then. And I remember... Thing, one of the things I remember the most uh, is right after school, we went down, we were supposed to have football practice, and none of us were, you know, up for football practice, and we didn't even start putting on our uniforms on, and 
and the coach was furious with us because we wouldn't go to practice because everybody was so down and out, you know, and I know that's what I remember the most about that day is him screaming at us to get our uniforms on to go out and practice, which nobody wanted to do. Yeah. And then, of course, two days later, watching on TV, when uh, we were transporting Lee Harvey Oswald, I saw it live on TV when he, when uh, when Jack Ruby shot him, you know, shot Lee Harvey Oswald, and it was like, it was just unbelievable, you know, all the stuff we were watching and stuff like that. It's quite a crazy period of time. Uh, and I, if you watch Forrest Gump, that's probably my time period as far as everything that happened, you know, with uh, Charles Man- with crazy Charles Manson and, and, and all the riots and all that crazy stuff. When I first came out of the service, being a cop in the service, I was going to become a state trooper because of my background and stuff. You didn't need a college education, but my military background would have got me in. But they were having riots in Norristown and riots in Philly. I said, well, maybe I'll go get a regular job. And that's what I did. <laughs> so, yeah. So who knows what happened if I'd become a state trooper. Hmm. So uh, changing it up a little bit, uh, what's, your, what's your favorite drink? What do you... Uh... Well, I usually drink uh, gin and Sprite, but I'm on a diet now, so I'm drinking gin and diet gin. Ginger ale is kind of bad, but <laughs> it's something, you know. But, uh, but but gin and Sprite is a, a drink that uh, my my one buddy that unfortunately passed away, my best buddy, and he hooked us up around Christmas time with it a couple years back, and we've been drinking it ever since. So it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Nice. Um, so, what's your favorite uh, Philadelphia sports memory? Favorite memory. Uh, wow, it's, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, well, I well, wish, wish there was more, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be... Well, how about just, just a memory, like a good one? Well, yeah. For years and years and years, Dallas used to beat our butts, and then uh, that one cold Saturday playoff game when... Uh, Dallas came out, uh, came out of the locker room in their, in their dark blue uniforms, and, and we were playing them at the vet, and Wilbert Montgomery broke that one run off, and, and then, then we won the game. It was like it was a turn of the century, you know. And yeah. It was, a, it was a great thing. I mean, you talk about jumping up and down. Was, was that the year just, they went to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. 1980? 80 or 81? Yeah, 80. Right? 80. 80. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, that was the worst day, the Super Bowl. The one against the Raiders? Yeah, because we lost. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you remember? <laughs> I remember losing to the Patriots. <laughs> so, did you see a lot of games, football and baseball games at, at the Veterans Stadium? I saw a couple. Uh, you know, at, um, it's just too crazy down there for me, you know. I mean, I, you see more on TV than you do at the thing anyway, so. Yeah. Most of them people down there just to tailgate. I don't know why half of them even go because they're so drunk. By the time they get into the game, they can't see what the hell's going on. But uh, you know, local firehouse bar. You know, we have the camaraderie there and stuff like that. And we sometimes we'll tailgate at the bar and stuff like that and stuff. So it's a lot of fun doing it that way too. 
That's nice. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think I like watching, especially football on television. You can't see anything. Um, so if you had like, if you could change one thing about our generation, <laughs> what would it be? And I know that there's a lot, but you just young, are you talking on, about you talking about you millennials? Is that what I you're guess that's, so. That's, yeah, you can lump all of us in. Yeah, that. Okay, well, I would think. I think the problem between our generation and your generation is, uh, I think, I think it all changes uh, uh, the way they teach in school nowadays, and it's so far to the left, and I'm on, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the right. Now. I'm not going to get you wrong, but and and they, and they talk about freedom of speech, but it's only freedom of speech if they like what you're going to say. They don't want to hear what the right has to say, and if if, if you don't agree with them, then then you're a bigot, uh, you're a racist, you know, you're a misogynist. I mean, it, it, it's a shame the way our country is going right now because we could be so great if we just come together. I mean, uh, there's a lot of people that didn't like when, when Obama was in there, but they, they accepted him as their president, but they don't seem to want to accept uh, Mr. Trump as their president or not. And they just give the guy a chance to see what happens. That's all I'm so, and But... There's so much difference between the youngsters and the, and the older people. The older people have been through it. They do, and all everybody really wants is jobs and, and 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 protection for their family, and forget all the other bull stuff, you know. And and, and that's about you know the difference I think, you know. And I just think there's too much liberals uh, uh, the way they teach in school nowadays. And I think it all started when they took the Lord's Prayer out of school. And then they took the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag out of school, and it's just too, too, too liberal. Yeah. So on the flip side, though, what's something that our generation like you see in us that you see in yourself that you remember when you were growing up, and it's like, oh, you know, I miss doing that stuff, or like ah, I was making the same mistakes, you know? Well, I just miss the enthusiasm that you guys have. I mean, you know, you guys are always, you know, eager to do something and. Uh, the thing I do like about it is the creativity you guys have. Uh, computers have come so far in such a little bit of time, and it's just a, a, for people my age, uh, it's just amazing the stuff that you guys can do on a computer. Uh, it's so foreign to, to most of the older people that uh, you guys do. I mean, and kids are doing it, uh, you know, with, with, with flicking their fingers, and it's just amazing some of the stuff that you guys can do and. Uh, I just think the creative minds you guys have is just fantastic because uh, our generation, we were just happy to be with a good company and make a good income and support our family, but it doesn't seem to be enough for you guys. You guys want to move on to bigger and better things and, and, and learn more. And we were happy with, you know, just being with a good company and, and making a good living, that's all. Yeah. So if you had an opportunity to go to college and study something today or even, you know, pick out what your dream job would be in terms of influencing that type of thing, what would it be? Well, I wouldn't go to college. Uh, I think college is a bunch of crap. Uh, <laughs> in a lot of ways, yeah. But, uh, I mean, well, I, first of all, I think they make you take courses you'll never use and I think it's a money grabber. I, I think I think people should do more of uh, trade schools, uh, find out what they really like to do. Um, I always wanted to be a DJ. I don't know why I never pursued it, but uh, because of my music and stuff like that, 
Um, like a radio and, DJ? Or, yes, yeah. yes. And I would always, and I don't know why I never pursued it, but, uh, well, you know. Yeah, you got the voice for it. When you're young, <laughs> when you're young and you're married and you have a kid, you know, you just can't get up and do what the hell you want to do. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So you got to provide for the family and your, your, your dreams kind of go to the wayside for a while. You know, I'm not blaming that on being married and Stephanie. <laughs> Sounds like your fault. <laughs> it's totally your fault. I could have been a DJ, Steph. You know. <laughs> so, uh, what's your favorite cut of steak? Oh, filet mignon. There's no doubt about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, medium well. Put it on a plate with a baked potato. I'm a happy guy. Is there a good place around here to get it? Uh, there's a place called Seven Stars in Phoenixville. That people die to go there. I mean, it's... Uh, it's the type of place where you don't go there like every every Friday. It's like a anniversary or a, a special birthday. So it's like a nice steakhouse. Oh uh, well, yeah, it's it's famous in the area. Oh, seven okay. stars in hmm. uh, most, you know, as I said, most people for an anniversary or something like that. Yeah. Have you read any of the Harry Potter books? No. <laughs> have you seen any of the Harry Potter movies? No. <laughs> what about, have you read uh, any uh, the Narnia books, Chronicles of Narnia? No. Uh, Lord of the Rings? No. Um, have you seen any Star Wars movies? Uh, I think I saw the first one. Uh, there you go. Yeah. 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 What's what the first one, right? Return of the Jedi. When they oh, re-released the them. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. you saw the third one? I yeah, don't know, I, no, I thought we saw the first one. We saw one. Do, 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 I do, saw three. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually well, that's, the, the that's actually the fourth one. No, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, what no, about? I'm no Trekkie here, but that's what I'm trying to say. No. <laughs> what about uh, Terminator? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you like Terminator One or Terminator Two better? Uh, like them all, man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, not Terminator Three. My man Hormel. Or Arnold. any of the subsequent Terminators. Terminator Genesis. What are you talking about? Good old, good old Sarah Evans guy. Sarah Connor. Oh, Sarah. Sarah. That's right. Yeah. Sarah okay. Evans, she was I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so on the path that we're on right now, do you think that the human race survives to see the year 2100? Human race? Yeah. Yes. Why would, what's wrong human. with human? Human. Oh, human race. You, oh, I thought you said Cuban. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I guess the part we of the can tie the, the, the fate no, of the, we can tie the fate of the Cubans to the humans. But yeah, do you think humans as a whole why survive? Wouldn't they, why wouldn't they survive? Well, war, climate change. Oh, the climate change. Every, well, not even just all, climate change, though. Self-destruction, I feel like, is more... Well, uh, maybe disease, nuclear weapons. Disease. I think uh, we'll have no problem anything. going 21. I think... Uh, Zombies. I, I, I think Zombies. I, I think with this ISIS craziness that's out there right yeah. now, I think the uh, the middle... Most of the Middle East is going to band together to get rid of that stuff, and that'll help out tremendously. And, uh, it's very optimistic. And uh, I just like... If they, give, if they give our president a chance, because the people in the, in the other countries... People in the other countries seem to have respect for him that they didn't have for Obama. And uh, so, <laughs> I, that's the way I look at it. I don't know if you saw when he was over there recently, he seemed to get a lot of rave reviews. So. From Saudi Arabia, you know, I guess. So, well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> Israel loves us, and, uh, and Obama didn't love Israel. So, if you're Jewish, you should love him. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, 
So today's Sunday. Yeah, it's a good day. Um, I don't know if you sure. normally work on Sunday or not, but what's like a perfect Sunday for you? You know, dust till dawn. Wait, oh. dawn till wake up. Well, whatever. Dawn. Yeah. Dawn till dawn. Dawn till night. Whatever. All right. So it's like <laughs> you wake up on a Sunday. This is like your perfect day. What's the first thing you do? Well, perfect day is uh, wake up, have a cup of coffee, uh, read the sports section. Uh, have your daughter take you to breakfast and pay, uh, and uh, <laughs> and then just relax, and then maybe go out and have a couple of drinks later on at the bar. Yeah, what happened to a cup of coffee number like eight through twelve? Don't you? Don't you? Well, usually, I usually, yeah, I usually I drink a whole lot. Well, you know, coffee. And, yeah, well, I mean, you know, Stephanie, she's going to be here at eleven, but never gets here at eleven, so I'd say. <laughs> We were half an hour late too. Yeah, yeah that's right. Right. <laughs> it's, Clugger, it's Clugger's fault. It's yeah. It's <laughs> I can't wake up early. I know? wish you guys would start lazy. working on Lombardi time. If he said at a, if he had a meeting at eight o'clock. If you weren't there by quarter of, you were late. Yeah. So you guys got to get on Lombardi time. Get with the program. We're not used to traveling out this far. So. I know. Exactly. Hey, we all grew up out here. We don't know why you guys love the city so damn much. Because it's so nice. Oh, everything, everything for me is a 15-minute bike ride. Yeah, you don't have to drive. Easy. I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to worry yeah, about traffic. Yeah, I can walk to 10 different bars, and I can take the subway to work. I don't have to worry about driving. Be shot. None of us have gotten shot yet, but... Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. We're working on it. I'm sorry. I don't know. Kasha Hawking isn't exactly the same place either. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There we go. Somebody got shot in Kasha Hawking. Probably East Kasha Hawking? East yeah. Is East Kanjahakin yeah. a place? There ain't no East Kanjahakin. It's Kanjahakin or West Kanjahakin. West Kanjahakin, <laughs> which is the bad one? The bad one is none of them. Uh, okay. Right, it's Norristown. Norristown is bad. Let's give it the program. Norristown's the county seat, though, right? Norristown is messed up. Yeah, I, I, don't, know. I, don't, know. I don't have any love for Norristown. Someday, when I'm awfully low, when the world is cold I will feel a glow Just thinking of you And the way you look tonight <laughs> Alright, so do you, how do you like your french fries? Curly fries, hash brown, uh, seasoned, Old Bay, Jeez. steak? Cheese. Cheese, good nice. answer. I like that. Cheese fries. Nice. Any any particular place you like them from? Anywhere. As long as they'll stop your arteries, boy, they're so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Are there any diners around here you can recommend? Oh, yeah, there's plenty of diners. Oh, you want me to recommend some? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's, what's, what's your hot diner spot? <laughs> well, we go to Andy. We just went to Andy's for breakfast. Andy's Diner up on the Ridge. Um, What'd you get there? Uh, well, I'm, but being I'm on a diet now, I had an um, egg white omelet. You know, oh, wow, good for you. So, uh, you know, when I ate, even put the spinach in by mistake, I even ate that. So, <laughs> that was pretty good for me. But, um, other than I mean, I mean, you're talking the King of Prussia here, they got so many restaurants, it's hard. They got Maggiano's, they got uh, Peppers, they got. Uh, I've been to Peppers. Uh, they got. Uh, yeah. uh, what the heck? Sullivan's. I mean, there's just so yeah. many tremendous. This area is just loaded with. And then, of course, you got the uh, all the fast food stuffs with McDonald's and Wendy's. And, yeah. You know, yeah. So, where's your where's your ideal vacation spot? Yeah. Uh, 
you know, you know. I know, I know. I'm, you don't I'm have just, to ask me that. It's you a know, question again. Yeah, it's it's a, called Las Vegas. So. Vegas, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> When's the last time you were there? If you can't have fun in Las Vegas, you might as well check out. Well, it's probably been two years now. I usually go, uh, I used to go like twice a year, once with my girl, during the, uh, like in April, and then with my brother in September or October. But my brother is getting up there a little bit, and he's slowing down, so... You know, we've been going like every other year or so, but uh, hopefully we'll get out there next year. Uh, I can't go out there unless I have a thousand dollars a day to play with. And, yeah, and uh, I'm not. I'm not going to go out there on a shoestring. So, so, so you just do the slots, or do you play any cards? Well, or? I play the cards, just you know, to, to slow the to slow the slot machines down yeah. because uh, I love the slots, but they'll eat your money up in a heartbeat. And uh, but there's so much to do out there. I mean, if you. I mean, the entertainment, the, the best restaurants in the world, and uh, each casino tries out do the next. It's just unbelievable. Uh, it's, it's, it's such a great place to be, uh, vacay. There's so much for everybody. You know, you don't have to be a gambler. You can have so much fun. Yeah. You ever see any, like, good shows? Like, uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you name it. Uh, you know, I, uh, you know, of course, you know, like Wayne Newton, Tom Jones, and uh, oh, yeah? Chicago, and... Uh, Oh, there's just so many different ones. Uh, uh, although the one we did miss was the Righteous Brothers. Uh, kind of made me mad. I, I got there with my older brother, and I said, "Hey, the Righteous Brothers are over at the Orleans." I said, "Well, when we meet, we'll meet back in the room at six. Get ready, and we'll go." And I finally got a hold of him on the on the on the casino floor, and he said, "Ah, we'll go next time." When we got home, and found out that Bobby Hatfield died oh. of an overdose. So I was really mad because we never did see him. Yeah. And my brother's response was, well, you got all the albums, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but other than that, other than that, everything was cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you got to get out there if you've never been there. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, I was just out there in April. But uh, I, was, I went there for work, and them paying my way was uh, very nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not going again until I can fly first class, because that five-and-a-half-hour flight is tough. And you're cramped up, and... You know, they don't want to give you a lot of room in those seats. No, nope, we want as many people as possible. Yep. Okay. So, before we uh, pivot over to the sports questions, I, I just like, uh, what's like a wish you have for Stephanie for you know the uh, you know to for to the direction of her life or something like that or advice? Oh, I just oh, my whole wish for her is just to be happy and find a. A profession that she really likes. I know she loves photography. I, it would be so great if she was like a photographer for the Flyers or something like that. But uh, whatever makes her happy, I, you know, that's all her mom and me really care about. And, yeah. uh, you know, we, if she wants to be a you know serve papers. We don't care, you know. But uh, it's up to you know as long as she's happy. If she's happy where she's at, if she wants to pursue something else, you know, we'll be behind her. So we don't care as, as long as she's happy. That's all that matters. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. All right. Uh, so now, you know, still softball podcast, so we, we, we try to get in a little bit of dedicated sports talk. Mm-hmm. So uh, who's your uh, favorite baseball player? Uh, probably Chase Utley. Yeah. Why? I mean, you are wearing a shirt, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> he just plays the game the right way. He plays hard. Uh, he's dedicated. He's... I mean, the game's not till four o'clock. He's there at twelve o'clock, going going over video and stuff. He, he's just a dedicated guy, and uh, I think that's the way everybody should be. He's not just showing up and collecting a paycheck. You know? 
do you think Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You, I, I guess you have sympathy for a gambler, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just that, uh, he didn't gamble on his team uh, to lose. He didn't gamble on, uh, I mean, he may have gambled on him to win, which, which is not bad. You know, uh, yeah. if, if he gambled on him to lose, would I say no? Well, that he don't deserve. No, I it, think he should be in too. I'm you know, I mean, he, <laughs> especially because it's as a manager, right? I mean, hey, he's, there's guys that kill people right. that are in the Hall of Fame. I mean, you know, that's there's been, some, I mean, been some pretty shitty people. You know, yeah, yeah Ty Cobb shot somebody in the Hall of Fame. So yeah, you know, yeah. and you don't know what all these steroids and stuff people are getting in. You know, so do you uh, think steroid players should not be allowed in? It is such a hard call because. How do you determine? You know, I mean, how do you know? It's tough. You know, I mean... Technically, Barry Bonds was never busted, but we all assume yeah, that he did Yeah, I mean, well, have you seen Barry Bonds when he first started oh, out? Oh, no, I yeah. know. It's and pretty then, apparent he I did, mean, but his, technically it was never busted. I mean, I mean his, head, <laughs> his head ballooned up like a, you know, like a beach ball, man. I mean, it was so slim and trim, and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, it was like... But, I mean, it's, it's just a tough call. It really is. I, I wouldn't know what, how to vote if I was a writer. I don't know either. People have always been cheating, especially in baseball. And it, you know. Yeah, but it's baseball cheating. It's like scuffing the baseball and stuff like that. But to take enhancement drugs and stuff. And yeah. and I understand you, you, it doesn't make you hit the ball further. It doesn't make you hit, hit swing right. the bat faster. But it does. I mean, you get in the dog days of uh, July after yeah. playing. And your body's breaking down. Well, these things keep your body just like it's just like it's April. So that yeah. that makes a big difference, you know. Yeah, but players in the seventies and eighties probably did uh, amphetamines, things like that. Keep oh, them yeah. up, oh, yeah, greenies, keep them going. Oh yeah. yeah, take a look at Lenny Dykstra and stuff. Oh, yeah. That crazy weapon. Lenny Dykstra had a lot of problems. Definitely still does. Still yeah. does. Yeah, <laughs> is he the guy that believes in like interdimensional stuff or what's his deal? No, one of them. Darren Dolan. I don't know. <laughs> Um, He's a wacko. Yeah. So, uh, which player do you think is a better softball player, Buko or Steph? I've never seen Buko play. I've seen Steph play. I know she got a good arm. She's a good, She's arm. good pitcher. And because uh, I've seen her throw a guy, a, a girl out from uh, right field, nice. uh, doing a double play, it was pretty sweet. After she had struck out right before, and she got mad at me because I called her Swisher. <laughs> <laughs> but that was all right. <laughs> But uh, I've never seen Buko play, so I can't I can't wow. judge it. Look at him, man. I'm, I'm biased there. That's very that's very kind of you to not. It's me. It's me. That's who. <laughs> I would have definitely leaned to my door, you know. Hey, I'm yeah. just kind of prejudiced yeah, that way. You know? Way more valuable to the team than Buko. Absolutely. <laughs> Shut hey. up, Clegg. <laughs> Why don't you go drop some more pop flies? Oh. <laughs> I don't remember doing that against you last time yeah, two games ago. That's, that's, that's alright. <laughs> right. uh, uh, so, so if you could come and play with us, what position would you want to play at? I'd pitch. Yeah. If Stephanie's pitching, she got to go. You know. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, especially slow pitch. I mean, uh, well, when I went into service, it was all fast pitch and stuff. I played fast pitch softball when I was in the service, but when I came out, slow pitch took over in the, in the early 70s. And... Uh, I got pretty good at it, you know, and I, from, from pitching horseshoes when I was a kid in Quates, that I can, and then they had unlimited arc, where you could throw the ball as high as you want, and, and believe it or not, I could throw the ball about 20 feet in the air and drop it behind the plate, so. Oof. That'd be, it, that'd be tough. It's and so it, it, weird to, it, to it, try to yeah. hit slow pitch. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, if you so, we don't, so we don't actually play slow pitch. We, yeah. yeah, we play... We well, you play it overhand, no limit softball. It's but if you uh, yeah. if, if you put a slow pitch on a, on a back shoulder of somebody coming straight down in a projector, 
you could strike them out. And it, yeah. was, it was crazy. It was, yeah. it was crazy. Made a lot of it back in the day. Nice. Uh, so we're going to wrap things up with the three questions that we ask all of our guests. Okay. Uh, the first one being, Ed, if there was a hot dog themed after your life, what would that hot dog be? Oh, it would be cheese and uh, chili. A uh, hot dog with cheese and chili on it. Good. I'm a hot dog and I'm, I cheese it up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a meat potato man, so. All right. All right. And uh, if you, uh, what would be your mascot? Well, you know, I was thinking... Um, I like that little general guy that's on a, on a commercial. And stuff. <laughs> but you know what? He's with Shaq. And uh, uh, I don't remember the movie too much, but Shaq, when he was a genie and shit. In yeah, there, uh, Kazan. Kazan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's Shaq as a genie would be my that, guess. That's <laughs> awesome. That would be incredible, yeah. yeah. I think I'd be cool with that. Well, yeah. would, if you had a genie, what would your first wish be? Oh, that I'd hit the lottery. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. You know, then you gotta take care of all you kids. You won't have to worry about work and you can do this pod seriously for forever. <laughs> you don't have to work. It'd be nice. Yeah. I think you can handle away with a million. I mean, uh, think about it, if you hit that two hundred million, you can give a uh, hundred people a million dollars and still have a hundred million. Well, you figure two hundred mil, the government takes forty percent well, and then about you take the words. annuity. Oh two hundred the take. Yeah. 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 Think about it. You put a million in the bank at five percent interest, is five million a year. I think you could live on that. I think so. Yeah. Plus, yeah. if you give some of those hundred million to some charities and some tax write-off, right there. Get out of here. You ain't worried about tax write-offs. <laughs> you got so much it. money. No, you <laughs> stow it. You stow it offshore, Buka. Okay. Yeah, Switzerland. <laughs> All right, and finally, what would your walk-up music be? Oh, Bad to the Bone. Uh, oh, yeah, well, nice. It had to be Bad to the Bone, you know. Bad. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no doubt about it. All right, and um, to sing us out, could you do Bad to the Bone or some Sinatra? Sinatra would be great. Well, I don't know about uh, Bad to the Bone, but uh, I could probably do some Sinatra, but uh, it's kind of, you know really strange but uh, I'll try you know I mean um, there you go we, just, we, we, yeah. we do ask most people to sing really yeah uh, you're not just saying that no no you, you, can, you can go through our podcast oh, okay alright well, I don't know what's that yeah what's up what's I never sang with this close an audience uh, so uh, okay. we'll leave the room yeah yeah uh, how about a little bit of summer? The summer wind came blowing in from across the sea. It lingered there to touch your hair and walk with me. All summer long we sang a song and then we strolled that golden sand. Two sweethearts and the summer wind. There you go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Now, on the day I was born, the nurses all gathered round and they gazed in wide wonder at the joy they had found. The head nurse spoke up, said, leave this one alone. She could tell right away that I was bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. Bad. Hey, 
now, what an interview that was, am I right, Buko? It's pretty crazy. Yep. Um, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, no fan here. Uh, this is recorded at a separate, but... Undisclosed location. Equally undisclosed location. Yeah. Uh, but, again, happy Father's Day. Yeah. Uh, we all had a blast. Yeah. Pause. Yes. So the rest of the podcast is going to be what well, we have three games to, to recap. Yeah, and we'll probably thrilling. Be, it's we'll going to be probably, thrilling. Well, we'll probably rev the first the the oldest game. We'll probably remember the least about, and you know, we'll probably, uh, you know, remember the most about the most recent games. Definitely so. doing a disservice to the games that have been longer than ten days ago. Yeah, well, you know, our, our brain's not so good. My brain, at least. After a while, the games kind of feel the exact same. I disagree. Every game has its own unique musk oh, and mouthfeel. I, uh, yeah, I, thought, I thought this was... Does the all, word mouthfeel make you... I thought we almost ended the podcast. Um, okay, so at some point about a month ago, Justin Schur faced off against Justin Siebel. Battle of the Justins, classic. The battle of the people that begin with S in their last name. Wow, it made a throw a curveball. Yeah, there, so right? it was Queens of the Quagmire versus Field of Beams. Yeah. Um, the final score was four to one in favor of the the Quagmires. Yeah, uh, total defensive battle. I would say for the most part, uh, really only one. You know, I mean, it was just it was a close game all the way through the end. Uh, don't remember a ton, but Cleger, you won a uh, beer of the game, so uh, pretty much for one play. Uh, I'll set it up for you. Uh, second inning. Uh, I guess top of the second. Bases loaded. Two outs. You're up against Zach Gross. What do you remember about this play? Uh, I think I swung on maybe the second pitch and it went to the outfield. I don't remember anything else. Okay, well, it drove in two runs. So I think that was I really... Think, was really, it a double? It was a single. Yeah, you stopped at first base and then the next batter flew out. So, yeah. Uh, you know, that, that was pretty much... Pretty much what happened. They there. call me. They call me Mr. Clutch. It's I, not a very original nickname, but it's no one's true. called you that either. So that's. I yeah. I don't. Um, yeah, I'm glad that it was a close game at that point, so I didn't you know mess up for my team. Yeah, and uh, in the end, Quagmire, the Queens of Quagmire held on. Uh, yeah, notable play. Uh, Erica was on, and Rohan was hitting behind her. Uh, Rohan. I guess was Rohan at bat or was it somebody else? I think it was Rohan that hit. Was ahead of me. Rohan was ahead of her. Cause I ran. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Erica was, was okay. two batters after Rohan, so. Okay, so Rohan decided not to run, but Erica had decided that she was going to go. She was on second. Rohan was on third. Yada yada yada. Both were on third, uh, and then somebody got out. Yeah, I guess Rohan got out at home. You got to communicate with your team. It's tough. I mean, uh, base running blunders, but they're kind of fun. They're what, they're what keeps you young and young at heart. Two outs, you know. I just want to get those those peas on the B. Peas. Points on the board. Points on the board. Okay, peas on the B. I, I wasn't sure where that was going. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Okay, next game. Next game. Okay, the next game, the captains were Kleger versus Buko. Yeah. Um, very familiar with one of those. We're gonna people. do a deep dive into this game. Mm. Really break down every single round. Yeah, so the teams were Smash the Mazdarki versus the Lucky Weeds. Oh my god. Um, uh, why is your team named the Lucky Weeds? Uh, because uh, possibly in the... Well, 
No, keep going. Oh, uh, uh, Sanders hand, handed me a weed she had pulled out of the ground and said, this is a lucky weed. Uh, I'm sorry I asked. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so this and game... And Stephanie later stomped on it. It was kind of funny. Yeah, so this game, uh, interesting cast of characters, um... Well, Sam. first of all, why don't we go over what your name was? Because Smash the Mazdarki. Um, I don't think that we should talk about it okay. exactly. But you know, if you if you park your car in a part of the field next to a baseball field, sometimes a, a random acts of God could happen. Could get cracked. <laughs> and honestly, I've never had to call Safe Light Repairs and repair a glass. Safe Light uh, Repairs. Safe Light Repairs. Um. I've never had to call them to replace my uh, windshield or anything like that, but I heard it's actually a pretty painless process. Okay. Well, hopefully whoever owned that Mazda, uh, you know, could afford it. Do you think <laughs> that if do you think that if, if a softball hit it, it would have cracked it? Because that was actually a baseball. That was like the somehow there was a baseball that got that got shuffled into the mix. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think it could at least. I'm not saying it, it would have. I, I think it probably would have. Yeah, still drivable though. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, so this was a very wet game. Yeah. Uh, so definitely so had a, in, a role. In the lead up to the game, we weren't sure if we were going to play or not because there was rain in the area. Uh, in the end, we decided that the the uh, the game could go on because the field, the grass was all wet, but the field looked was playable for the most oh, part. Oh, totally. Totally playable. Keeps that lead dust down. The uh, one concern we had was that you know. Because we waited until the last minute to say game on, we were worried about numbers or whatever, and we were Noah Rush, uh, and this feeds into the point you were about to make, uh, Noah Rush said, I'm coming with three people, and we are like, oh, we can definitely do this now, and we were like, we wonder who Noah's going to bring, three people? Yeah, he brought a, a veritable clown car of people. Yeah, and it was pretty exciting, I mean, I don't, I don't want to uh, downplay Molly's role and everything, but... Uh, Who's Molly? Molly, I, I don't know. Well, the <laughs> other ones, though, really game changers for me. Claudia, Claudia? Uh, Claudia, or Claudia, 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 and Matt. And Matt. Uh, uh, they were from Europe. Buko mm-hmm. thinks they're French. I'm no, not really no, no, sure. No, 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 Matt was French. Claudia was Spanish. Wow. And they were great. They were buns of joy. Yeah. Uh, never had played baseball before, I don't think. Well, but Claudia had, Claudia had come over and play. played softball at camp so she had some american experience oh, at camp that, or something. I, I, I thought that she had good instincts yeah but uh and matt she was, was just a ball of clay out yeah, there yeah matt apparently is like a freakish athlete had never played and he had a good game i mean he he hit he hit a double i mean he was just, yeah i drafted both of them i guess wild cards um yeah and I like the morale alone was great. Anything else I got from them, amazing. Willing to play any position. I really wanted to have one of them pitch, but um, you know I really wanted to stay competitive in this game, so none of them got on the mound. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, you, you you definitely needed all the morale you could get because your team sort of got knocked around a little bit. Yeah, I think we got mercy rolled a few times. Um, we just weren't making plays for our pitcher. The field was very wet. Uh, I took a bet on a core team, and the core of my team didn't work out this time. I think that we play that game, you know, a few more times, and the result would be a little bit different. Who knows? Um, basically, it came down to drunk Sam, um, not necessarily living up. Although, so well, he was a great, uh, he was a great hitter. 
Uh, well, so it was what the, the 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 opening inning. We we loaded the bases and Sam hit a bullet, but it was right to you. Remember, you fell down your knees. And you oh made yeah, the catch? yeah, no, that was, I yes. horribly misread that play, but I still yeah, but it. he still caught it. So that kind of was the that was our opportunity, and we had the guy up, and it was a good hit. It was a good catch. Yeah, but later yeah. he hit a, later he had a two run double, so it wasn't. I mean, he had two hits in the game plus that hard hit ball. So he was doing the job from the plate. And the field, uh, the wet, the wet field really came into play. It was, it was tough. I mean, yeah, I was playing outfield too, so it's just like way. the ball on the ground. It, it's it wasn't so easy to cleanly. Um, yeah, it was long. Pick gra- it. I mean, as we come so, to see, the long the long grass makes it sort of hard to like. If you're running at the ball and it sort of settles in there, it's sort of hard to like cleanly come up with it. Yeah, I think. I mean, the ball was heavy and wet. It was, yeah. and you guys took advantage of that, taking the extra bases. Uh, my my team had gotten some hits to the outfield. I'm sure we would have taken advantage of it as well. Uh, we did score three runs though. I'm pretty happy we did about score that. Four runs. So wow. I wasn't like. I'm uh, I mean, way happier about normally that. Normally, that's a decent offensive output, but comparatively, it was was the problem in that. Um, I think it's pronounced comparatively. All right, Tiger. Um, yeah, so um, you drafted some dude from Kensington that was fixing his car. His yeah. name was Joe Burke. Um, <laughs> Tony, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Um, he was he was he was a contributor for you, willing to play any position. Really, really the exact opposite morale wise than um, yeah, the, he was the, the opposite the of, what of my life, said, Molly and Claudia, which were on my no, mm, mm, Claudia and it? Matt. Matt. Molly was on my team. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Molly would have been a big contributor on my team. Well, but. she was a big contributor for my team. Yeah. Um, but that guy, yeah, he um, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, late in the game, I ended up on second. He was playing second. And I believe the ball was actually hit to Claudia. Um, she was playing because you guys didn't have the players. And she bobbled it slightly. And he goes, ha, ha, ha. Girls playing baseball. Pretty funny. And uh, I actually was like, uh, I mean, more like guys playing softball because that's what we were doing. Uh, really, really shut him up. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he, he, is, he was uh, very, you know, he wanted to play real bad. Uh, but was, was he wearing jorts? Probably. I, I mean, I, it's probably. Uh, but, you know, he really wanted to play. He, he, he certainly had some baseball experience. He was pretty good. Maybe maybe I was a little bit too enthusiastic. He like kept on coming up to me like we're playing to win, and I was like, yeah, we're playing to have fun. But. Yeah, he took extra base. Um, somebody else took an extra base late in the game, which I took major offense to. I think it was Abbott. Didn't like that at all. You guys were up by like eight runs. Not cool. Uh, I didn't write down who was taking extra. Unwritten base. rules are not meant to be broken. Yeah, well, we have some unwritten rules that are hard to. Not everyone knows them. That's not an unwritten rule in I know. Arlene. It was a, it's the, yeah, it's the don't be a dick rule, which, you know, sometimes gets broken. All right, Coco. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, Noah had a really good game. Yeah, so he, he went uh, four for five, four RBIs, uh, home run short of the cycle. He was really active out there. Uh, Zach Gross also had a really good game. Also pitched well, I believe. No, pitched well, I mean. Abbott pitched really well for us. That's who pitched really well. Yeah. Uh, Abbott, sneaky, sneaky. Having a good season on the mound so far. Uh, we'll see if he can continue that success from Denmark. I think that's where he is. Or another, I, think I don't know. Denmark. He made some comment on the last game. That, like, can I Skype in? He lives in Denmark? Fishtown. 
Good one. Uh, so yeah, that was that game. Okay, uh, yes, yeah, so that was four, what, Smash the Mazdarki, the Lucky Weeds one. Yes. Okay, last week, played again, third game. This was the Battle of the Macaws. Was this the first time that they faced off? Yeah. Mano a mano, man, Matt a Matt. Matt and Mike. Matt and Mike. Yeah. Do you do you think you could pick out which one's Matt, which one's Mike? Definitely. Which one's which? Uh, Mike is the older, slightly smaller one. He was. Uh, Matt is the one who's wearing like a shirt that said the Braves on it. He's slightly bigger. Yeah, he's thirty-one. Yeah, Mike's the one that that was pitching that like does the pitching, if you will. Yeah. Okay. I mean. Yeah, this was McGillicuddy's Minions versus the Puckered Pandas. Yeah. And this, depending on how you want to play, read it, either ended in a tie or didn't end in a tie. Yeah, so I I guess I technically counted it as a tie in the f- official statistics, which is super lame because there's no reason it should be a tie. Yeah, I don't really care about the tie or not, but I think the home run should count and maybe nothing else should count, but it's hard to say exactly... Um, yeah, this, we had a late start because there was a makeup Little League game going on, which is okay. Um, no one was really able to, 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 uh, I, I didn't see any offensive fireworks there. Basically, everybody either got on base, they either struck out or there was a walk. There was almost oh, no, the no, yeah, yeah, there's no, no contact at all. No contact uh, at all. And even after they cleared out, um, there was, like, soccer practice going on. There was, like, a bunch of, a bunch of, uh, girls playing soccer. Practicing soccer. Yeah. For a Wildwood tournament, which sounded like a lot of fun, I asked the coach if I could play. Uh, he didn't laugh. Yeah, that's surprising. It wasn't that funny. Uh, but, yeah, so, but luckily, uh, they, you know, we, they kept the lights on longer for us, which was, which was nice. Not sure. I mean, the lights went off at 940. Uh, closer to 10, but. It was 940. We got almost five innings in. Yeah. Uh, except for, all right, so. I do care about that tie versus no tie thing because uh, maybe because I was on the essentially losing end of it. Uh, no one loses in a tie. I know, but my team was up a run. Our team. We were on the same team. I was on team. the same team. That's true. So our team was up a run, and then the other team, we started to play an inning. They got a home run. Zach Gross, very nice, but we didn't get, like, they were the away team, so they got more outs than we did. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't a two-out hit. It was just a one-out hit. So who knows? Maybe they could have had an opportunity to score more as well. That's um, true. But they, but we should, we should always have a chance to respond to. Yes, I agree. Ultimately, this game shouldn't be defined by the light situation, and should really be designed defined by good competition, good vibes. Gabe Carrion was there again. Yeah. Um, two home runs. Uh, uh, Dan Martino. Dan Martino got a home run, which is. He hit the ball really far. Uh, well, it was a, uh, it was a uh, no, first no. base line right, yeah, yeah. right down it the. Hit, it yeah. hit the ground on the infield, so I can't really say he hit the ball. I mean, that's I mean, pretty, he hit Dan the ball Martinez hard. Martinez is the fastest guy in the world. For him to get all touch all touch them all is pretty great. Well, I mean, there was like uh, the ball was down the line, hit hard, really hard, but you know, still hit the hit the infield dirt, so it wasn't that deep of a play. And the right fielder didn't get a quick jump on it because she thought that it was going to be like... It's a home run in any field. I I don't think so. But, uh... (laughs) I really don't think so. But, you know, it still counts. Um, my, My one point I wanted to make about the tie thing, in future contests, I think, officially, you have to have the same amount of outs, or at least opportunity for the same amount of outs. 
So in future games, I will count the stats that come after it, the the whatever, but it will officially be a win or loss in that situation. Yeah, dude, do whatever you want. I'm going to. Thank you, Clegger. But yeah, so uh, a couple. There were some interesting plays during this game. Uh, but Miguel Cuddy's minions went out to the early lead. Uh, Minions, minions. Yeah, something I like think. that. No, we were on the puckered pandas. Uh, fuck, we, fuck we, the of, we, we scored seven runs the last two innings. That's how we. Do you think it's, it's they? So they both did alliteration for their names. Do you think that was like a planned thing? They're all well, one's, one's always McGill's okay. minions, and one's always puckered pandas. Well, there is. I mean, they're both. They're both. You know, Matt and Mike McCullough. They're you know they're alliterate. Both of their names are alliterations. Yeah. So maybe I mean. They probably just have a real affinity for it. And maybe it's, you know, Mike McCullough's, McGillicuddy's, Bidyard's. Wow, that's really a lot of... Are you sure it's Mike and not Matt? Yes, I am sure. That is a, that is a talent that you have. I mean, it helps to write down their names to, like... I know. know sort of sh- yeah. Um, but there was, oh, there was some co- other controversy, including uh, in the third inning, uh, Rachel Sanders hit a fly ball to left field. Uh, with yeah. two outs, and I don't know if the bases were loaded, but there were definitely men on in scoring position. Yeah. And uh, Noah Rush comes up and makes a, a diving play, sort of awkward. He sort of comes up. He didn't actually dive. He sort of fell forward. He we'll just sort it. of like, I yeah, it was, it was a shoestring catch, I guess. It was... It was very interesting, you're right, because you're saying, did he, did he trap it or did he actually catch it? Because his glove was completely on the ground when it happened, and the ball went in, and it was either a catch or it wasn't a catch. Right. Also, it's very interesting. Very weird. He comes up with it in his bare hand, which is kind of strange. Like, like it fell on his glove, and he caught it with his bare hand, which is like a very... It just... It looked fishy. Uh, I didn't... Even, uh, I don't know. Even though it was on the team that would have liked it to have been a well, are, not a catch yeah. and go, I'm pretty sure it was a catch. It was just an awkward space because he literally caught it right but where at the the end of the infield and the beginning of the outfield. So there was like a little bit of a lip that his glove was on, and I think that that is like responsible for the little bit of an optical illusion. I don't know. I thought that he caught it the whole time, although I didn't. I didn't make my opinion known too loudly because. I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, I think our entire team, as we were getting our gloves and running out to take the field, were yelling at them that it wasn't a catch. But we we sort of were just like, you can't, we're not really going to argue this. It would lead to nothing. Um, so yeah, we just we just accepted it as a catch. But I mean, bullshit. Kangaroo court, as they say. Yeah. So what was the final score? 7-7 seven, seven or 7-6? Seven, 7-7 seven, seven or 7-6, seven, depending on where your moral compass falls. Uh, Great stuff. Yeah. All right. That, that's it uh, for us. Clugger, uh, two big draft days coming up for Philadelphia sports. Oh, yeah. Mark L. Fultz, baby. Oh, so this is actually pretty cool. I saw Wonder Woman on Saturday. Great movie. Definitely see it. Um... And right, there's like an action scene, and there, well, yeah, there's more than one action scene. And there's like a fight, and there's like a definitive like pile driver move where there's an explosion. And right, literally in time with that explosion, my watch buzzed, and it was the notification saying that the Sixers had traded up. It was like a 4D experience for me. Wow, that's pretty exceptional. It uh, was. I what can't Gal Gadot do? Dude, uh, do you know she has two kids? No. Yeah. And you pronounce the T. 
It's it's her name's Hebrew. I thought well no, I was I know, everyone thinks it's French for the T. I know, I said you you're supposed to pronounce the T, so I'm glad that you did. Yeah. Um and, uh, yeah, and, but also, I don't want to leave out the Flyers have the second pick overall on Friday in the NHL draft. Yeah. So, so let's know. go get Chris Daniels or whoever. I just made up the no, 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 NHL, you're not far N- off. NHL prospect. Not far off. Uh, Nolan Patrick. Uh, you know, it's just two, yeah. a guy with two names. And yeah. Just very Canadian looking. And, or though they could get this dude, Hershire, who's Swiss. Is Hershire a first name? Last name. So, Heinrich, something like that. Yeah, hmm. I think it's Eugenio or Shire. where's the where's the NHL draft this year? Oh, I should know this. What? Ooh, Erica, Las Vegas. No, it, it might be. Oh, I, I guess that makes sense. They said it's at ten a.m. No, said who in... tomorrow's the expansion draft. Oh, um, yeah. So the uh, oh, by the time this goes up, the expansion draft will have already occurred. But yeah, the NHL expansion draft is tomorrow, which is pretty exciting. So actually, three draft events. I'm gonna plug my. I'm, we're we're recording a hockey podcast that's new. Uh, we don't have a name for it yet, but it's gonna be me and Steph and Pete who came to like three games. So look forward to that. Okay. We're going to break down everything. Can I be on? Yeah, sure. Nice. Just, you just have to watch a hockey game. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love hockey. Or at least give me like a hot take on... You know, I think uh, that it's kind of like... The, I like the length of the season for hockey, but it's stupid that they play the, the finals games in June and the ice is all bad. They should really play those games in colder temperatures. It's like you wait all year to get the best hockey and the best hockey is all these pucks that bounce all over the place. They're not true passes, you know? It's, I don't know. That's it's why... In, it's in Chicago. It's in Chicago. Okay. They love drafts in Chicago. I guess. I mean, the... the yeah. Yeah. The Windy City. Ah! I didn't even mean to do that. Draft? Draft? Oh, okay, draft. draft. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. <laughs> the summer wind came blowing in from across the sea It lingered there to touch your hair and walk with me All summer long we sang a song and then we strolled that golden sand Two sweethearts and the summer wind